girls, Christy Shute here, and you're listening to the Rooted Girls Podcast. We're so glad you're tuning in with us this episode. We've got a great episode planned, and this is actually episode six of the podcast, and we're right in the midst of our relationship series, and I have back with me this episode the wonderful Crystal Hahn. Welcome back. Hey, guys. It's been a long time. (laughs) So long. (laughs) Loved having you on last episode. It was great. If you haven't listened to episode five with Crystal, Dating 301, go back, check that out, listen to that episode. It was great, and we're glad you're here again for episode six. Thank you. So good to be here today. So anything new since the last episode? Let's see. Um, Well, we went to youth camp with the students here at Anthem, so that was a fun week. Anything wild happen? Oh, Students behave? (laughs) They did pretty well. Good. (laughs) Stayed up way too late, had a lot of uh, sugar, so it was all fun. Heard there was some pranks played. Yeah, we did. We we had some pranks going on. You should give the girls a good idea of a prank to play. Oh, okay. So, yeah. This <laughs> if was you guys actually, are at youth camp. <laughs> this is a really good one. Or you could do this to your little brother if you have a two-story house. Oh, nice. <laughs> um, so, down the stairs, the guy dorm had stairs that had to come down to, the, like, the lobby area. And so, they just, on every stair, side to side, put um, solo cups full of water and wow. just packed out the stairs where you couldn't really take a step to get down. So that oh my was awesome. goodness. And then they time-lapsed it. So you saw all of them trying to figure it out, which was hilarious. That is awesome. Yeah, it was a Very good clever. Yeah. Sounds like a fun time at camp. What have you been up to? Well, me, I actually had a big change happen in my life. I moved states. So for the last eight years, I've lived in Oklahoma, Tulsa, Oklahoma, and I just made the big move back home a couple weeks ago to Michigan where I'm originally from. So it's been fun. It's been a new adventure, and I've been adjusting to life, living back up near my family, which has been great. So new season for me, but hopefully it's an exciting one ahead. So Yes. Well, we definitely miss her around here, but we're super pumped (laughs) for your new season. Thanks, Crystal, and thanks again for being on this episode. So like I said, this is episode six, and we're right in the middle of our series on relationships. And so far, we've talked about dating and kind of what you should look for when you're looking to date and getting into a dating relationship. Then for the past couple episodes, we've talked about once you're actually in a relationship, um, how you should honor God in the midst of all that. So like I mentioned earlier, if you haven't heard those episodes, go back and listen to the past three episodes. There was so much good content in them, and we really believe you're going to be blessed and you're going to learn something from those episodes. But this is episode six, and today we're actually focusing on singleness. Woohoo! Great topic. <laughs> <laughs> so today we're kind of kind of reverse things around, and Crystal is going to be asking me the questions because as you heard last episode she is married I am not so we don't really want her to talk about being in the single season since she's not there (laughs) anymore. It's been a little bit yeah. Yeah. So she's going to be putting me in the hot seat and interviewing me and asking me questions on singleness. So before we jump into that I just want to remind you guys you know we don't have all the answers. We created this podcast to answer questions that our Rooted Girls have asked at our conferences or through messages, and we want to do the best to answer your questions to the best of our ability. We're not perfect, though. We don't know it all, but we'll do our best to answer your questions based off of biblical truth and just experiences from our own lives. So again, thanks for tuning in. Crystal, 
Are you ready to start asking me some questions? Let's do this. Let's do this. Are you nervous? Um, I am sweating <laughs> a lot. No. Oh, man. I think I'll be okay, hopefully. Yeah, I, I, think I prayed you got a lot it. before this episode. Oh, good. That's a good thing. <laughs> okay. Well, today's question is, how do you become content as a single person? That's really what we're going to talk about. And so, Chrissy, I just wanted to really start with, How are you learning to embrace singleness? That is great. Great question. I love the overall question for this episode. How do you become content as a single person? Um, And I want to start by saying it's not something that happens overnight. And as I mentioned, I am single and I don't want to get on this podcast and be like, I'm totally content in this season and I never, ever have a bad day. I never have a moment where I'm feeling lonely or anything like that because that's not true at all. And contentment is a journey. It's not just something where you pray one time like, God, make me content in this area. Make me okay with this single season. And then you wake up in the morning and it's like, wow, it all changed. I feel great. I'm totally content. Sadly, it's not like that at all. And it's kind of a pursuit and a journey that you'll always be on, that you always have to be praying for. Like, God, make me content in this. Lord, make me okay. Make me just content and happy and okay with the season that I'm in right now. So it's not just something that happens overnight. But I do want to just say, um, girls, the single season is not one of just sitting, waiting around, or it's not one of inactivity. And that is a rumor and a lie that maybe you've heard that I just want to squash right now. Because I think a lot of times girls that are single are like, I have all these dreams and things I want to do with my life and things I feel like God is calling me to do. Once I'm married, I can start going after them. Or once I have the right guy in my life, I'll be in a perfect position Mm. to start going after all that. And I think that, and I think that you girls sometimes think that way because I was that way. So um, I went off to college, and I never actually dated anybody in high school because I was like, I'm going to go to Oral Roberts University. It's a Christian school, and I'm going to get there, and there's going to be so many great Christian, great-looking guys to choose from. (laughs) It's going to be like the bachelorette. Like, I'm going to have a really hard time choosing somebody because they're all just going to be so great. (laughs) And I'm probably going to meet somebody right away, and we'll probably get married at least by junior year. You know, all these thoughts. And spoiler alert. None of that happened. But so I got off to college and I a lot of you have heard kind of my story or what I do. I've always felt called to do full-time ministry and missions. And when I was younger, I would pray for God to give me all these big dreams and things. And I always thought, oh, I can't wait to start by going after all these dreams that God has put in my heart. And, you know, I, I'll do that as soon as I meet the right guy then we'll get together and together we'll just start doing ministry. We'll link arms and do incredible things for the kingdom of God together. Like, I can't wait to get all that started. But first I have to just get married and meet my husband and then we can do all that together. So I always thought that in looking back now, I just kind of laugh because I'm like, wow, thank God that that's not what I did. I didn't just sit around and wait for my husband to be here before I started doing things for the kingdom of God. So I just want to squash the rumor or the thought that I can't do anything Mm -hmm. with my life for the kingdom of God, especially until I meet the right person. And that the single season is just a season of sitting on your couch at home, waiting for Prince Charming to knock on your door so you can start living. That's not how it should be. And that's not really how it is at all. That's right. And I mean, 
you know, I'm, I get to be friends with Christy. So I've seen her in the day in, day out. And you don't sit around and, you know, just kind of wait around. You are a person that I look up to as a married woman to, (laughs) to how you live out your life and how you're so passionate and you just live out your dreams, the dreams that God's placed on your heart. And, um, you know, I think, gosh, what the world would have missed out on if you were just sitting waiting to have a partner to do all of this with. And you you are a great example of partnering with God and um, until he brings Thanks, on Crystal. Mr. Right, you know, yes, then you can just well, partner with him. I do think that if you aren't being active, like you said, you're always doing something for the kingdom of God and things chances are you're going to realize you're single a lot more (laughs) if you're just sitting around and not pursuing anything or going after anything. But if you're going after the things of God, despite if you're single, in a relationship, married, whatever relationship type season of your life you're in, if you're always just committed to going after the things the Lord has called you to do in your single season, you really, it's for me, it's even hard to realize that I am single sometimes mm-hmm. until somebody brings it up or, yes. or somebody mentions it or asks, do you have a boyfriend or something? I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right. I don't. <laughs> but I, I don't even realize that because I'm so busy just going after the things I feel like God has called me to do that when you're doing that and when you're active in your faith and stuff, it is hard for you to even realize yeah. that you are single and you can still have a lot of fun, even when you're single. It's not, like I said, it's not like you just have to be sitting on your couch waiting around. It's like you can be having fun with your friends and things and going after the things of God. And I think when you are doing those things, like I said, you don't get just to be a content person overnight. But when you're doing those things as you're living that kind of a lifestyle, slowly God begins to do a heart shift and you do become content. And mm-hmm. you're like, you know what? Hopefully that season will come for me one day. And on this podcast, this episode, I might seem like super confident in being single. And I don't want to come across like I don't want to be married because nothing could be farther from the truth. Like that is one of my biggest dreams and biggest desires. And honestly, one of the biggest things I do feel called to with my life is to be married and to just have a Christian marriage that can just be an example to so many people Mm -hmm. and raise strong Christian kids and a Christian family. That's one of my biggest dreams so I don't want to come across like be single forever or guys are awful or anything like that because I don't think that at all but I just want to say when you are just going after the things of God and you are keeping yourself busy and you are having fun you won't even realize that you're single and you kind of do start to develop a spirit of contentment because you are just living life following after the things of God and he does make you content in the midst of all that yeah and you said before, you know, just because obviously you're a human. Yes. <laughs> so you do have days that you kind of feel bummed out or, you know, your singleness might hit you harder than yes. other days. Um, I think it would be interesting to kind of just share like what you do in those moments and kind of how you, you know, journey out of that feeling. Wow. That's a really good question. Thanks for asking me that. You know, those days do come and... As I get older and just continue to find myself in the Lord and kind of lose myself in who I am in Him, those days are less and less. But when those do happen, because like you said, they do definitely come up. And I know for all of our girls that are listening today that are single, I know you probably have days where you're like, everybody around me is dating. I'm literally the only buddy or only person that does not have a man. Like I feel so alone and 
in college, those days were way more frequent probably than they are for me now because a lot of my friends were talking to guys or dating guys, and I, I didn't even date anybody all through college. So I know what it's like to be single and to have everybody around you seem like they are with somebody else. But those were those moments when you do feel alone are the best time to just get alone with God and mm-hmm. seek Him and just pour your heart out to Him. And I would do that through just getting on my knees and praying and just telling God how I feel. Like, God, I yeah. do feel alone. Or, God, this is not easy. But then I would pray, like, please make me content, God. Make me okay with where I am. Use me in this season. Even though this season is maybe longer than I initially thought it would be, I thank you that you're doing a work in me, that you are using me, that you know what's going on, that you still have a plan. Just kind of pouring out my heart to God in prayer and just telling him how I feel. And I would always feel so much better after doing that. And a lot of times I would actually journal in my prayer journal too, like prayers like, God, I thank you that you are using me in this season of waiting. God, I pray for the guy I marry one day and, you know, I'd pray, pray things for him, but I thank you that you are making me content where I am right now and almost just confess that over my life. So trust me, (laughs) there are those days and those moments where you will feel alone or you will feel like you're the only one going through this season of singleness, which I want to say you're not. A lot of people are, but also God sees you and he can meet you right where you're at. So you just got to turn to him and pray to become content. Like I said, it's not something that just happens all of a sudden. It's a journey and a process and something you have to work towards. But as you do pray and you do just kind of pour your heart to God, he will do work in you. He will make you content. Mm, That's so good. So good. And I mean, singleness is the topic today. And that advice that you just gave is like for all of us and everything just to keep you know, our requests and our hearts, you know, pointed to Jesus and lean into him when we're, you know, our expectations change or mm-hmm. whatever. So, yeah, there's that's a quote awesome. I love, too, that kind of talking about just enjoying your season. Yeah. And this could apply to being single, dating, married for two years or married for 20 years. But the quote is, um, wherever you are, be all there. Mm. And in moments when I am feeling discouraged, I'm like, or in my singleness, especially like God, because there are days when I'm like, it is going to happen, right? (laughs) Or, you know, is this ever going to happen? And days where you just kind of feel defeated. And I just say, you know, wherever I am, whatever season I am, so not even a physical location, you know, wherever you are, be all there, but whatever season you're in, be all there. So I'm like, well, even though maybe I have some days where I wish the circumstances were different, it's like, this is the season I'm in right now. I'm in a season of singleness. And I'm just going to be fully here and I'm going to let God do whatever he wants to do through me and use me right now in this season. Oh, that's so good. You know, I was just wondering about, uh, I mean, I know a lot of it, but some of the girls listening might not know, but all the things that God has allowed you to do in your singleness, I mean, obviously you can't list them all, (laughs) but, you know, just kind of hit on a couple of things that God is using you to do right now. Um, and you've had the time and energy and passion to be able to do these things because of your singleness. It's almost like your singleness is a gift in this season. So I just wanted you to tell the girls kind of what you are able to do in your singleness. That's good. Yeah, I would love love to answer that. So I kind of hinted at it in the beginning of how 
I thought once I meet my husband, I can start doing all these things in ministry and all these things I know God's calling me to do. So I think I've shared it before on this podcast, but in case you haven't heard, um, when I was, I've always felt called to the missions field and to have my own ministry and missions organization where we take teams of people on missions trips and help kids in other countries, you know, where we give people Jesus and help people that can't help themselves. And so when I was a freshman in college, so right when I was in the midst of thinking I'd find my husband, (laughs) I'm just kidding. But um, so I got to Oral Roberts University my freshman year and God laid a huge dream on my heart to start an orphanage in Haiti, actually, while Mm -hmm. I was young and in college, he told me he wanted me to work towards this and do this. And so I was wow. I was just overwhelmed by that. And I was like, God, how is that even going to get done? I don't even know step one for that. But um, slowly I started working towards it. And, you know, God was just growing that dream on my heart probably for about six months when I went on my first mission trip to Haiti. This was back in May 2012. And so I was on this trip and we were checking out orphanages and things. And I was just God was just confirming in my heart more and more like, yes, this is what I'm calling you to do. This is the place you're supposed to do it. So I was getting excited about that. But I remember being on that trip and thinking like, okay, now when's my husband going to come? Because I'm supposed to do this with somebody else, not Mm -hmm. myself. Mm -hmm. And there was one night on that trip that we were having a night of prayer with our team. And our team leader said, if God's given you a word for anybody on our team, you know, just pray and ask God to give you a word for people and then go up to them and share with them whatever God has told you to tell them. So I went over to this girl, Hannah, and I didn't really know what I was supposed to tell her, but I felt like God was leading me over to her. So I just started praying for her. And then at the end, when I was done praying for her, she said, Christy, it's so crazy that you came over to me because God has just been giving me so much to tell you. So she started encouraging me and saying, whatever dream God has put on your heart, whatever he's calling you to do, you're not too young to do it. And she just, she had no idea about the orphanage dream and the ministry dream, but she just started saying, you need to fully pursue that dream. Even though you feel inadequate, you feel too young, you know, God has called you, he's equipped you, he has given you the tools. And I was just like blown away about Mm -hmm. how God was speaking to her, Mm -hmm. to me. So I was like, wow, she doesn't even know I want to start this orphanage and this ministry and all these things. And she's saying this. But then at the end of all that, she said, oh, and one more thing I want to tell you that God wants me to say to you. You do not need a man Mm -hmm. to help you do all this. This is your God-given dream. God has called you to do this. He has equipped you. He's put the vision and dream in your heart. He's giving you the tools. Mm -hmm. You need to move forward and do this on your own. Yeah. I was like, what? I mean, I knew this girl. We weren't close friends. We never had a conversation like, I feel like I need to be married to start doing all these things at all. She heard straight from the Lord, and she said that to me, and that completely shifted my perspective on everything. And that was at the end of my freshman year of college, and I was like, she's right, or ultimately God's right. You know, he has put this specific vision and dream to start this ministry here in this orphanage in my heart. Like, why am I just waiting for God to bring the right guy along for me to start it. Like, I'm going to start going after it now. So then three years later, you know, Kingdom Kids Homes was created right after I graduated from college and we cut the ribbon and opened the orphanage and all these young kids in Haiti ran in and explored their new house. And it was just an incredible day that such a God-given dream came to life. And it was awesome. But I was single the entire time, (laughs) you know, that Kingdom Kids was starting and God was putting that dream on my heart. And now that's why I say I look back and laugh that I thought I would be married because I thought to even get anything started, I had to have 
a husband or some mm-hmm. kind of guy in the picture that would do it with me. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm so glad <laughs> that I didn't wait for that because I would still be waiting, <laughs> you know. Right. But um, so since then, you know, Kingdom Kids has grown for all these years. Now it's been going five years already this August. Well, so now, which is crazy. Is and awesome. um, I've also well, rooted, you know, yeah. we launched this ministry where we're ministering to several high school girls here in America, but even we're doing some international conferences mm-hmm. this month. So it's just crazy to see when you say yes to God and you make yourself available, what he will use mm-hmm. you to do. So back to my original point, don't ever think this single season is a season where I just need to sit around and wait or yeah. where I need to be inactive or God can't use me yet. Once mm-hmm. I'm married, he can start using me because I kind of thought that, which is funny to think, look yeah. back on now, but yeah. nothing could be farther from the truth. Yes. And I think, you know, the enemy can use that whole lie. Like you got to wait until, yes. you know, wait until you're married, wait until you're more educated, wait until oh, you yes. have, you know, this experience or that and I just, you are just an awesome example of embracing the now and just living your life to the fullest and letting God use you in every single day. Um, so I'm thankful to mm-hmm. be able to experience that with you. And I am thankful that <clears throat> I was single for all that. And I yeah. still am because like you said, Crystal, a little bit ago, I don't think I would have had the time to do everything that God has allowed me to do yeah. if I would have been dating someone, especially in college, like. Kingdom Kids Homes would not have had maybe a couple years down the line, but I would have been distracted. I mean, I am a girl, you know, I would have been distracted with that relationship and things. And it just now looking back, I would not have it any other way. And I know that God had me be single for all those years so I could get all these things started because I'm a person I put my whole heart into whatever I do. So if I was in a dating relationship in college and things with somebody seriously, I probably would have been extremely focused on that, which isn't a bad thing. I mean, there's seasons where you should be more focused on that. But God knew he wanted me to do all these things Mm -hmm. for the kingdom of God while I was young so I could have a story like that and a testimony to share with people. And so I don't think I would have been able to do all that stuff. I know I wouldn't have if I wasn't single. So looking back, I'm like, God, you have a plan. You know what you're doing. And there's actually a verse I'd love to share in 1 Corinthians 7. It's verse 34. And it says, an unmarried woman is concerned about the Lord's affairs. Her aim is to be devoted to the Lord in both body and spirit. But a married woman is concerned about the affairs of this world, how she can please her husband. I love that verse because it straight up says right there in the Bible, an unmarried woman, a single woman is supposed to just be devoted to the Lord in body and spirit, like that is your main priority in your single season is just to be devoted to the Lord, getting to know him, finding who you are in him, allowing him to use you in big or small ways. That should be girls, our main concern as we're single. So I just want to encourage you guys, again, don't think the single season is a season of inactivity. Use it as a season to just get to know God, to find yourself in him and to just be about what he's all about and what he has for your life. Oh, that's so good. That's so good. You know, I was thinking when you were sharing that, um, you know, as your friend, I've seen you just have high standards for just the the type of guy that you would even, you know, be willing to give your heart mm-hmm. to and, and time to. And I know like on tough days or lonely moments that like it's, super easy to like lower your standards and to just date somebody that's all right. Mm -hmm. Um, 
I think it would be really great if you could kind of share with the girls like how you process through that and yeah. and just all of those you know temptations to just um date the date the good looking guy that mm-hmm. maybe isn't that good for you or yeah. date the incredible talented funny guy that doesn't love Jesus yeah you know all of all of those options out there um in your singleness that you are you know you're you come up against and yes. you, it's your decision ultimately and just talk um, to them about how you process through that and what you kind of have set up in your own self mm-hmm. for um you know just kind of your boundaries and and what you think when you're thinking through all of the dating prospects. That's good. So, yeah, it can be very tempting when you have a cute, you know, <laughs> nice, kind of charming guy that's into you, but you know he doesn't love the Lord or he's just not living the same kind of lifestyle that you're living. It, in, Especially on those days where you are feeling lonely and maybe a little insecure, it is hard to not be like, yeah, why not just go for that guy? Or why not just start talking to him? Or, you know, but I want to encourage you guys, and this is what I do for myself too, to look at the whole picture. Because again, I think we've said this a couple times on this podcast, but the whole reason you date someone or get into a dating relationship with them is to see if they're someone you're going to marry. It's like an evaluation mm-hmm. period. Like that's really mm-hmm. what it's for. And if I know, like, just looking at somebody and kind of knowing who they are, that they are not somebody I could see myself marrying, as hard as it may be, I'm just not even going to start getting into something with them just because... Like I said before, I put my whole heart into everything, and that's that's also you know a good thing, but it's also a good way to get it broken if you're not with a good person or a person you're gonna end up with. So you just got to be really careful, and is it may be tempting and it may look good on the outside, but you know this might sound cliche or cheesy, but what's on the inside matters way more. And I just want to encourage you guys because I have to do this with myself, but to look at the whole picture and not just look at like oh this would be somebody that I could go out with and have a fun time or that we'd make a lot of good memories. We'd share a lot of laughs. There's a lot of guys you could do that with. There's a lot of guys I could do that with. Yeah. But just to look at the whole picture and say, is this the person that God would want me to spend my life with? And I know you might be like, I'm in high school. I'm not really thinking I'm in middle school. You know, I'm not really thinking about marriage too much, but you know, the choices we make today do affect our tomorrow. So I just want to encourage you guys to take a step back and look at the whole picture. But also when you're thinking about who to pursue or or who to be in a relationship with, um, I just want to encourage you to get somebody that's on the same level as you, you know, and that's the thing with me. I, there's a lot of guys I could date and I'm pretty easy to please. You know, I can be happy and I love having a good time. It's not hard for me to have fun. There's a lot of guys that I could definitely have a good time with and have fun with. But there's not a lot of guys who I would say are on the same level. And I don't mean like I'm so awesome or anything, but I just mean like in my pursuit of the Lord, who's on Mm -hmm. the same level as me, who's going to challenge me to like grow and go deeper in my relationship with the Lord. There's, there's not a lot of guys that are doing that. So Mm -hmm. I just want to encourage you girls, if you're kind of evaluating a guy or someone's into you and you're you're like, "Hmm, maybe I should go for them. Or as you're thinking about all of that, just think like, does this person want, does this person make me want to seek God more? Do I feel like they're on my level? Are they challenging me to go pray more? Are they challenging me to go read my Bible? Are they, are they making me want to seek God more and more and grow in my relationship with the Lord? 
Or are they making me kind of forget about the Lord or just stay where I am? Like you need somebody that is going to challenge you. And this is also kind of cliche, but it is very true. Like just, I always tell girls, run, run, run after the things of God and the, the dreams and the passions, the calling that God does have for your life. Run after the purpose God has for you. And then look as you're running, look at who's running beside you. Oh, that's so good. And look at who's keeping up with your pace. Mm -hmm. Again, who's on your level and who's also going after the things of God. And that's where you'll find the person. And I'm saying that in faith (laughs) because I haven't, you know, as we're talking about it, I am single. (laughs) But as I'm running, I'm believing and I'm trusting in God. And as I'm running after the things that he has for my life, fully pursuing his calling on my life, fully pursuing his purpose for my life, I am going to look to the left or the right. And in his timing, in his own perfect way, he will bring that person that's going to link arms and run with me after yeah. the things of God. Yes. Oh, I, and I'm going to be cheering Woo-hoo, when that happens yeah. for you. Yeah? I think a lot of people will be like, <laughs> finally. No. <laughs> It'll be a fun time. It will be. Does, It'll so. be a new, different season. A new season, yes, exactly. <laughs> um. Well, you have shared so many amazing things today, and I really just want to say, uh, what what is there any final words that you have just to leave the girls with as we're kind of wrapping this up today? Yeah. I mean, relationship stuff is tough. You know, we're in the middle of this relationship series, trying to help you guys out as much as possible. You know, I'm trying to also learn and help myself out too in the midst of it all, because there's a lot to think about and things. But At the end of the day, I think you just need to let God guide and direct every single decision you make, every season of your life. And to go back to our original question, like, how do you become content as a single person? Like I said, you're not just going to hear this podcast and say, like, please make me content, God. And tomorrow you're going to be feeling great. Mm -hmm. You know, it's something to constantly be working at, something to constantly be praying for, talking with mentors and youth pastors and your mom and, you know, people in your life that spiritual leaders, you know, that you go to about. So it's not just something that's going to going to happen. But I'm telling you, girls, because I've seen it happen in my life is you like that verse in Corinthians says is you are concerned and just devoted about the things of the Lord and going after the things God has for you. Like I said before, you won't even realize. And that's why I'm like, I had to think back, like, what what do I do on the days where I am feeling a little lonely? Which they do, they do definitely come up. But it's like, as you're just fully pursuing Jesus, you don't even realize you're single because you're just so involved and just entangled in the things of God. And that's your main focus. Jesus is your life. That's your main priority. The, not having a boyfriend, being single, feeling alone, that, that kind of just gets pushed to the side when you're just fully running after the things of God. So as we're wrapping this up, I do just want to say, don't think the season of singleness is a season of inactivity mm-hmm. because it's not. It is such a season of opportunity, actually. Not inactivity, yeah. but opportunity where God can really use you, where you can really grow in your relationship with God and get to know Him more on a personal level, but it is a season where God can lead you, guide you, direct you, and use you to do incredible, incredible things. Oh, that's so good. Well, thank you so much, Christy, for, oh, yeah. you know, getting in the hot seat, switching places yes, with you today. It's fun. <laughs> I could go on and on, but we do have to wrap it up. But thanks, Crystal, for asking me those questions. And if you girls have any follow-up thoughts or questions, like, we, all of our Rita leaders, we want to hear from you guys. Just shoot us a message on Instagram or, you know, I just did this podcast. If you're listening and you're like, 
Christy, I have more questions to ask you. Message me. You know, we want to be a resource for you guys. We want to help you. So any thoughts, questions, concerns, please shoot them our way. We want to, that's why we created the Rooted Podcast. We want to help you guys out. So, all right. Well, looks like we're wrapping up this episode, but thankfully we have one more episode left of this relationship series. That's going to be episode seven. And that one is coming up and coming out the first Friday of September. And that one, we're going to kind of switch gears. We've been talking about dating, singleness, and now we're actually going to talk a little bit about marriage. And we're going to answer the question, what can I do now as a teenager in this season of my life to set myself up to have a successful marriage in the future? And that episode is going to be so, so good. So you don't want to miss that one. But again, guys, thanks for listening today, Crystal. Thanks for interviewing me. (laughs) So glad to be here. We love you girls. We're here for you. We hope you have a great, great week. Bye. Bye.